welcome back to Locked On Spurs of the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kens 5, San Antonio. What are we talking about today, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to be giving Popovich his time right here on Locked On Spurs. Um, in case you didn't know, he broke the record. He is now the all-time winningest NBA coach in NBA history, passing his uh, mentor, Don Nelson. And he now, at this recording, sits at 1,336 win. An amazing accomplishment. So we're going to be talking about that. What does it mean for him moving forward? Will the record ever get broken? Is he the greatest of all times? Or is there another coach out there? To do that and more, I'm joined by Rudy Campos. Rudy, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you coming by, back. By the way, anybody, anybody who's listening right now, because we know millions listen to uh, Rudy, but <laughs> if you have a spot for Rudy on your roster on radio, you might want to check him out. Uh, but we talk about that a lot more later on in this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Rudy, how you doing? I'm good, man. It's Monday. You know, it's, it's a great day. I'm just having a blast right now. So, is is it one of those moments when Pop got his record? Like, where were you? You know, like where were you when nine eleven happened? Where were you when? You know, the Spurs won their first title. Was that was that a situation for you? Like, where was Rudy Campos? Were you in the house? I I was not at the game that day. Uh-huh. I was actually on my. I was. It was sad. I know. I was actually on my lazy boy, sitting back, watching the game, and I'm thinking they're probably not going to win this game. Yeah. You know, because the uh, the uh, ever so retweeted Jeff Garcia stat that mm-hmm. we see oh in thirty something after the yeah, third quarter. Yeah, was crazy. He's not going to win, but they pulled it off. And it's kind of weird, Jeff. It's it's one of those moments where you knew where you are, you remember where you are, but it also brought a tear to my eye because mm-hmm. it's like, it's seeing that moment like, wow, he he accomplished it. And then you get the whole small market feel of San Antonio and all the talk and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like reliving an entire career in that one moment. It, it really was. Yeah, I was likewise, uh, just like you watching it on TV. Thinking the same thing too, because I think the Jazz they had built like something like an eighty-eight to sixty-something lead on San Antonio. It was crazy, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and I was like, "Oh, here we go again." I guess maybe they'll get it against Indiana. And um, no, the Spurs not only broke uh, that bad streak, going over after the third quarter, they also got Pop uh, his record. Great, great, you know, just seen on the court. Yakupurta leading the mob around him as the team jumped around him. Water was splashed on him. DeJounte Murray said that they had already prepped the uh, locker room for the celebration. It was loud. If you were in the media session, you know, you can definitely hear Kelton Johnson screaming his lungs out, celebrating Popovich. It was a great, great moment in Spurs history. Was there, but really, he definitely uh, tried his best to kind of deflect because. He said what really mattered that night was in the record was just the fact that they got a win over the Jazz. He said he felt more relieved about that. Needed a coach Pop to focus on the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pop, you know, Pop is going to do Pop things, and Pop never wants attention to himself. If the attention is going to come to him, he deflects it to the entire team. You remember, I mean, you were obviously part of the press conference where, you know, when he's talking about it, it's not a me thing, it's a team thing. It's our you know, our record. And that shows a testament of Craig Popovich over the years. I mean, he understands it's a team game as basketball and any sport is. It's a very, it's very much a team game. So he shares the record with everybody, but at the same time, you got to give him his kudos. I mean, 
to have a coach coach for one team his entire career and have all the success mm-hmm. that he's had, especially with egos and basketball players, it's very tough. Credit to Pop, man. You know what? Take a bow. This is definitely yours more than anything. I like what DeJounte did in the locker room with the video that was released by the Spurs saying, you know, like everybody, he took a moment. He had the game ball, you know, saying, hey, I know you don't like this, but we're still going to do it anyway. Um, congratulations. You know, again, another mob in the, in the locker room. Popovich was all smiles, joked that all the players are going to run suicides for doing that celebration <laughs> with him. Even Pop joked after with the media saying, oh, he how he quote-unquote loved the experience, how the players knew that he loves that stuff. Everybody had to laugh. But, you know, a couple of things about what he had to say about the accomplishment is that how Don Nelson saved him. He literally said, he's like, he, that Don Nelson saved him and his family's butt for giving him mm-hmm. a job. You know, and then he also, you know, tipped his cap to Larry Brown. Larry Brown was another mentor of Greg Popovich. Um, you look how he got the job in San Antonio, you know, that whole, you know, we got to let the kids know. I mean, it wasn't a smooth transition for Popovich into the head coaching spot because Bob Hill was very beloved in San Antonio, Rudy, wasn't he? Yeah, you're talking about Bob Hill, who led the Spurs to well, it was a 50-plus wins the year before and was mm-hmm. just given a very tough roster knowing that David Robinson went out with injury, Sean Elliott was out. When your best player is a Dominique mm-hmm. Wilkins at the end of his career, I mean, you're not going to win very many games. So it was kind of like Bob Hill got the shaft from the Spurs front office, and here comes Greg Popovich. And it had that feeling back then because I remember talking to my dad about it, and it's like, you know what? This is going to be another Bob Bass situation where Bob Bass comes in. The yeah. team's just, you know, he's coming in to run this team. He's going to do it his way, and it's not going to work. It's not going to be successful. Well, lo and behold, you know, five titles later, all-time coaching record, this worked out for the best. And I think it worked a little bit better than what Bob Bass used to do back in the day, if you remember. Yeah, well, it was a, uh interesting situation for Popovich. And there was actually a chance for Popovich to get fired. And he was close to getting fired <laughs> uh, in 99. Like, he was on the brink. I think Doc Rivers was uh, rumored to be the next uh, Spurs coach. He was lined up. Yeah. Uh, the Spurs were having a horrible season. You know, he had a kind of a, that be pop, kind of a last second, hey, team, we need to get the wins or I'm out. You know, and they definitely got the wins in route to the 99 title. And as they said, the rest is history. You you look at what he's done throughout the years, and people think that he's rigid when it comes to his coaching style, but it, he really isn't. Right, Rudy? No, you know, you got to remember, you got to look at one thing too, is that he's military background. So when you, when you're military and you're a hard nosed military, you know, we got the background, you're going to be harder on your players. You're going to be harder on your family. I've seen that time and time again, we're in military city, San Antonio. I mean, military USA, we've got, you know, pop here. He expects the best out of his players, but at the same time, he has a heart and he treats his players as if they were his own kids. You know, you hear a lot of them say, He's a father figure, and that's truly the way Pop is. So as a father figure, we all know our dads are going to be tough on us no matter what because they want us Mm -hmm. to be the best. They want us to succeed no matter what. They want the best to come out of us, and that's what Pop got out of his players. So I get it. You know, people are saying, well, Pop's, you know, he's a hard ass. Well, yeah, that's fine. But look at what he's been able to accomplish, something that probably Mm -hmm. nobody will ever accomplish, at least not anytime, anywhere soon. 
That's a, that, I'm glad you brought that up because that's, that's one of the uh, to-do things on our chat here about Popovich on this episode of Lockdown Spurs with Rudy Campos. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. Is that record breakable? Do you think it's unattainable? You know, you got the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scoring record. LeBron mm-hmm. James is chasing it. He's close, but will he get it? There was uh, what's another insurmountable record that you can think of the top you, of your head? Um, you got Wilt's one hundred point game. Wilt's one hundred point game can be broken. Yeah, I think it can be. The game. one, the one. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Oh no, no, no. You're, I'm just like thinking of other records that seem unatta- un- unbreakable. Like, you know, you mentioned Wilt's one hundred point game. You know, will that ever be break- another quad double? Will that ever happen? I mean, how rare are those? Uh, I would what's, say what's, two, what's, two what's off one the top in, of my head. Like what's two one off the top of my head, one uh, football would probably. Oh yeah. God, football! I would undefeated say, season maybe, or the, the Miami was the last one to do it. Yeah, but they didn't win the soup. Did they? Oh, I think yeah, right. they did win no. the Super Bowl that year. I don't. Um, no, I don't think they did. I don't think the the Dolphins won the Super Bowl that year. No, I think yeah, did they, they did. They did. Okay. Yeah, they okay. Did. Well, um, well, the football one would be Tampa Bay's twenty six game losing streak. That would probably be the one that you probably would never see broken again. <laughs> <laughs> but our but our point is, do you think Pop's record is unbreakable? Because he made it very clear. He said, like, this is great, <sighs> yay, yay, yay. But there, he goes, like, yeah, he goes, but not, it's probably not going to be a surprise to anybody if someone down the road, this record is going to get broken. He could have another, what, 14, 13 games on the season to add to that or mm-hmm. stay another season and get more wins. Do you think it'll yeah. be... A, a high benchmark to football might be over but basketball is in full steam as both pro and college hoops are underway from all the latest odds totals player performance props to where the next few fired coach is going to land betterline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs betterline remains the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts and news this season and it's not just basketball betterline.net is your source for hockey boxing ufc odds right down to olympic coverage and information head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions bet online where the game starts you know the the second the second active coach uh behind pop is doc rivers at 1000 i think 32 wins so he's 304 wins away from tying pop and that's again saying if Pop doesn't win the rest of the game, the rest of the year, he stays at 1336. You're talking about six years of 50 plus wins to get mm-hmm. Doc Rivers there. I don't think the longevity of coaching these days is going to allow for it because the moment a coach has a bad season or two, they get rid of him and it's not like they land at another spot right away sometimes. So, I mean, you're talking about. Doc Rivers having the potential. Can you see him potentially winning 50-plus games in Philly? Uh, maybe, but again, you know, who, who's to say if Harden's going to be there? Who's to say if he's right. going to stay around? So that's one, of the, that's one of the game's biggest question marks. I, for one, say that it is a very unattainable record now. One thing you've got to remember about Popovich is he's only one of three guys in the top 12 to accomplish this feat with one team, the other being Jerry Sloan and Red Auerbach. Now, to say that Pop is, a, you know, the all-time winning is coach in NBA history, and to do it with one team only, it shows the testament of Greg Popovich, shows the greatness of Greg Popovich to have that much success with one organization. 
it should basically Spurs fans need to step back and realize, you know what, you're going through tough times right now. Spurs are not the greatest team, but look at the success this franchise has had pre-pop and during pop, and it'll continue to have success after pop. Yeah. Um, you know, Doc Rivers is probably the next closest coach to probably at least mm-hmm. give that record a run. But again, you know, look at the modern NBA now and mega players come and go now. You know, mm-hmm. that, that just happens. And that's really going to derail a coach's wins, you know, whether it be Bobovich, Doc Rivers, um, you know, Quentin Snyder, it doesn't matter. You know, it, it's going to yeah. inf- impact uh, coaches. You look at Popovich and the record, I, I think it's going to be one of those NBA records that'll be broken maybe years and years from now. Maybe when we're on our rocking chairs, Rudy, you know, <laughs> barely having I'm any teeth there. <laughs> and no teeth and uh, no hair, all that good stuff when you're with age. But, you know, here, here's a wild, my wild card pick, and it's a wild card by definition. Would, would, you, would you think Eric Spolster might get it? Could really challenge he's it? The, he's the only guy that I can see getting it. You have a young coach right there. Mm-hmm. He's having success in Miami. Even without the big three, he's had success in Miami. Eric Spolstra, I can definitely see having that great opportunity to break the record uh, for Papa set. And honestly, I think he's another guy that's going to be a Miami Heat coach for a very long time, probably for the mm-hmm. entire career of his. So Eric Spolstra is the main guy that I look at as possibly breaking Pop's record. I mean, because after Doc Rivers, it's Rick Carlisle at like 860 wins. So, I mean... There's other guys out there that have a chance, but Spolstra is probably your best bet. Yeah, Spolstra, Doc Rivers, who knows? Maybe there's a coaching phenom, you know, out there in the future that is just gonna, uh, you know, do what Pop did. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I think I think the record's gonna stand for quite a long time. Another another thing I want to talk about to you about, you know, and as we celebrate Popovich here, is the goat, you know, you hear that. Oh, he's the greatest of all time NBA coach. But then there's some naysayers out there that say, no, it's it's Red Auerbach, or no, mm-hmm. it's Pat Riley, or no, it's it's Phil Jackson. Um, yeah. and some and, and some think that well, the biggest knock on Popovich is the lack of a back to back title. You know, some point to uh Phil Jackson saying, Well, he three peated three times, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Popovich has never defended, led a team to defend a title. Mm-hmm. Does that weigh in when you discuss Pop? Is he is the greatest of all time or not? You know, wh- wh- what do you think? Ooh, this is going to be a very fun thing, and I hope we get a lot of flack for it on Twitter. But um, <laughs> to be honest, you know what? Phil Jackson, great coach. Ray Arback, great coach. Greg Popovich, great coach. Yeah, Pop's never defended a back-to-back title. Yes, he's been to finals back-to-back years, but he's never defended it. So right. I will give Phil and I'll give Red and Pat Riley, I'll give those Riley, guys yeah. that much credit. You know, I'll give them that kind of credit there. All right, great, you did it. But well, even even the, even Spolstra defended. He has back-to-back titles. Yeah, Spolstra, yeah. yeah. We can't consider Spolstra the greatest of all time just yeah, yet. Yeah, I know, but he's but, not I mean, there yet. Yeah, He's in there. Um, but I'll tell you what, when it comes to the Phil and Pop debate – you gotta, you gotta look at this, and this one point that a lot of people tend to miss was Phil Jackson even a true head coach? I mean, the triangle offense was not Phil's; it was Tex Winters. So Phil was more of a mental 
controlled coach. I mean, he got his guys mentally ready, yoga and everything like that. Tex Winters instilled the triangle that started the success for the Chicago Bulls, took it over to the Lakers, where, again, you saw the Lakers using it Mm -hmm. uh, with Shaq and Kobe. So can you really say that Phil was the mastermind behind the offense that changed the game for a lot of these superstars? Popovich, on the other hand, he instilled, you know, the defensive mentality. He, He designed the plays. I mean, he was a true head coach and a true coach not just head coach but coach for the san antonio spurs i don't care about titles or anything like that title show to me shows that yeah you were a success but look at the players you had if you give pop kobe and shaq how many more titles does he win when he just had duncan you know for a little bit a little bit there i mean the players and the rosters that pop had to say, oh, do they counter the Chicago Bulls with, you know, Rodman, Pippen, and Jordan? Does it yeah. come close to Big Shot Rob, Shaq, you know, Kobe, all these guys? Yeah, I would say those teams were a little bit better than the Spurs. So to say Pop did a little bit more or did more than with less is kind of – it's kind of hard to say that, and I don't really want to say that. But at the same time, at the end of the day, Bill was not – the mastermind behind all of this success. I mean, you had the greatest player in the history of the game and Michael Jordan for one hand, then you had one of the greatest dominant big men of all time to go along with one of the greatest players of all time in Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that debate to me is very tough, but I would say pop definitely gets the, the edge on it because he has done a whole lot more than what Phil has, in my opinion, outside of titles. Yeah, and, and many I think Phil ended his career with a seven hundred win percentage. I think that's what he's at right now. Uh mm-hmm. but I but I still say who has the who has the, the longer career, who has the longevity? Popovich does. So obviously, you know, he's gonna rack up more L's and W's along the way. It just comes yeah. with it. So there's that. And I also look at this that despite Phil and you know, he has the titles to back it up, you know, he definitely has an argument, but you know, yeah, so so Pop didn't defend a title. He, we've never seen a back-to-back championship in San Antonio. But if we're looking at just coaches, then statistic well, not statistically, but you know, record-wise, Pop takes the cake. We have the he had more wins than 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 Phil Jackson, so that's check. You know, and Pop did has another record. He did all this in one city, one team. Exactly. You know, Phil bounced around. He fought, he chased the champ. He chased the uh, the megastars. He went from mm-hmm. MJ, Pippen, and Rodman, and then to Kobe and Shaq. You know, it's pretty easy. You know that you know, just <laughs> roll the ball out there and let them play. Um, there's that, and then there's you know if, when I think Pop holds a record for a win percentage. I think versus other. Uh, major league sports, something like that. I think of all other coaches outside of uh, NBA, I think the pop holds that record. Then mm-hmm. there's um, reaching, you know, um, no, the, the record in less games because he accomplished the 130, 1336 wins in less games than Don Nelson did. So there's yeah. that. I just think the body of work, you know, is, is overwhelmingly in favor to Popovich. And not to, let's not forget this too. Can Phil say that he launched the careers of other NBA coaches? I, I don't think he can. No. Can, I, can you? What, what is the Phil Jackson tree? 
coaching tree. Do you know what? I don't. I can't think of one. Can you? This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure endless lines? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Oh, man. Actually, not offhand, no. Because, I mean, Tex Winters was his main guy. No, I wouldn't even say Paxson. No, I mean... Paxson became yeah. an executive. So, I mean, okay. outside of that, I mean, you're talking, okay, so Jordan became an owner. Pippen, yeah. Pippen became angry. And yeah. Rodman, Robin, you know, just Rodman. Whatever. <laughs> He's being Rodman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, outside of that, Phil's never – he's never had a player or coach graduate to a head coach or anything like that. I mean, yeah, I, Pops built a, a coaching tree like no other. I mean, you've got Budenhoser, who's already a, tied, a champion. I mean, you have uh, Mike Brown, who took the Cleveland Cavaliers to the finals. Um, Brett Brown obviously had some success in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. I mean, He may have started his success continue. now in Boston. Yeah. Yeah, he may having a ton of success. You saw James Borrego making some moves uh, with Charlotte, and when he was with Orlando, I mean, it's it's it, he's got a coaching tree like no other. And now, can't forget, he's about to have uh, Becky Hammond become the the main the head coach yep. over in Las Vegas. So, I mean, mm-hmm. the tree's is going to continue to grow. And, and and I'm glad you brought uh, Becky's name up because again, Popovich, another trailblazing moment for him. You know, and the Spurs, you know, bringing on the first fully paid salaried female assistant coach. It was Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, her career is, is is to set sail very soon. And by the way, just as a side, there's only 12, 13 games left of her as a Spur. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. That's it. If they make the play-in, okay, it gets extended a couple of games. But for all intents and purposes, this is it for Becky. This is it. Yeah. So I think that's getting yeah. lost right now in, as the season is ending, but that's for another episode of Locked on Spurs. Going back uh, to Popovich and celebrating his accomplishment and where he stands among the greatest of all time. Is it... I don't think anybody would argue that if Rudy Campos were to get on the Tower of the Americas right now and proclaim, you know, Popovich is the greatest coach of all time, get on the <laughs> Empire State Building, do the same thing, nobody would deny that. But looking at where he sits you know first of all you know he he could have been in the hall of fame years ago because i think mm-hmm. there are different rules for coaches you don't coaches don't have to call it a career they can be inducted whenever they they they're eligible pop is continuing to defer that pop um puts team first ahead of individual accolades as we saw recently popovich has has made the most, and I think this is where maybe you can slide him further up the greatest of all time ranking as number one is he's probably did all this in San Antonio, not knocking San Antonio, but it's a small market. 
Phil Jackson mm-hmm. did it in Chicago and Los Angeles, and teams that have more money and maybe attract bigger names. Pop has mm-hmm. done much more in a smaller uh, market. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? It's very true. And like I said earlier, you know, you've got three coaches in the top 12 that have stayed with one team and, you know, pop obviously being the one that has. And I mean, it's not, it's not a knock on any other coach. I mean, if you get fired or you decide to leave, you know, so be it, but to have pop do it in just one town. And again, it didn't hurt that he had, you know, the greatest power forward of all time and yeah. Duncan to come along for the ride. But then who else did he have? I mean, yeah, you had David the first few years. You had Manu and Tony come in. Manu and Tony were not exactly guys that, you know, scream superstars to begin with. So to see Pop come to San Antonio, to see him help a quote-unquote small market organization get the success that they've had, I mean, with Tim Duncan and an unproven Tony Parker coming in, a a guy who's a superstar overseas, a megastar in Manu Ginobili to come in and continue the same success. But to build players, and not just players, Jeff, we're not talking all-stars. We're not talking stars. We're talking to get a coach to bring in role players who understood what their role is in a situation is not anything you can see in today's league. It's very rare outside of guys like Steven Adams or somebody to find a player who will come in, understand his role, and not complain about it. I'm not getting touches. I'm not getting my shots. Well, tough S. This is the way it's going to be, and this is the way it has to be. To get a coach like that to do that in the city of San Antonio is remarkable knowing that you're not going to get those types of players and who are going to instantly give you titles every single year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the other day I, I, you have to, I mean, I, I think you have to put them up there as, as the best NBA coach of all time. I think record wise, he has more numbers, more records than Riley Jackson. Now his good buddy, Don Nelson, um, mm-hmm. if we got it, we can't forget about Team USA. I mean, he's gone up, you know, above and beyond. You know, yeah. took a no pay position to coach Team USA to gold despite their rough start. Yeah, I think you put it all together. He is the greatest of all time. But the, I guess now the big question is what's next, Rudy? What do you think goes next? He's done everything. You know, unfortunately, he can't, he's not going to be able to defend a title because the Spurs are years <laughs> and years away from being back to it a championship team, but minus that he's pretty much done everything. What do you think is next for him? Obviously it's either in my opinion, Rudy, it's either retirement or at minimum, get this team back to playoff perennial playoff contention and then call it a day. Yeah. I I've been screaming from the rooftops that this is probably his last year. And as much as I want to believe that, one Tom Brady kind of came back yesterday and made me think like, all right, I guess when you really think your career is done and you're ready to hang it up, you maybe you're not actually ready in the long run. So I'm expecting Pop to still retire at the end of the year. There's really not much outside of like sort of back-to-back title to even come back for. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if he comes back one more year, at least one more year, just to kind of right the ship, get it going in the right direction. I mean, you've got a huge, a massive offseason for the San Antonio Spurs. As of right now, they've got three first-round picks. 
They're going to have close to 50 million in cap space. They've got the youth already in line. They're developing very, very well. It's kind of an exciting time to be a head coach. But again, the way Pop has always been, we don't know if it's, you know, if it's a burning desire inside of him that wants to come back knowing he's got this kind of off season coming up and it could be very exciting going into the next season or just allow a coach to come in, whoever it may be, to say, you know what, this is the way it's going. You've got all this cap space. You've got these draft picks. You work your team the way you want to work it. So right now I'm expecting him to still retire at the end of the year. But again, wouldn't surprise me if he says, let's go, let's give it one more go around. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think he's going to give it one more go around. The players say they they don't see any type of slowing down with him. I don't I don't think it was this season. But I think it was last season. I don't even know how it came up, but it was. I think it was either preseason or or media day where Popovich mm-hmm. said that he's he's taking a little bit more interest in physical fitness. Like he says, I remember him talking about him on the treadmill more and going to that. So he's obviously, yeah, at least as best as he can as his age. Uh, you know, getting himself physically ready. Don't worry, but but Papa, you're listening. Uh, Rudy can help you in this department. Rudy is the, the master <laughs> fitness guy now. So <laughs> I'm trying, what, but so I think he gives it one more go around. I think the the intrigue of three first round picks is huge because mm-hmm. it, if depending how they play it, you know, they can really shorten this rebuild. You know, instead of uh, you know seeing a long rebuild, it could be maybe. I just just one more season and that's it. I mean, that'd be a quick turnaround for them. Maybe he wants to be on board for that and make sure they're super set, you know, for his departure. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I think he's he's got one more season. And what did you make of that recent report via Mark Stein saying that the rumbling is that if and when Pop decides to call it a day, that Quinn Snyder would be back in San Antonio? I, those, yeah. What what did, what did you what did you make of that? I I kind of that was one guy that you and I talked about in the latest episode yeah. of Los and I I like the move if Quinn Snyder was to be wanting to and it kind of comes at really good timing only because of the locker room drama that's going on in Utah I mean with Gobert and Mitchell it's yeah. almost like perfect timing if Pop decides to hang it up Quinn may be ready for you know relocating somewhere why not the Spurs I mean Quinn is going to still give you Great coaching. I mean, his his defensive mentality is still there. He's a proven guy. I I think that would be a a fantastic move to get an established coach like Quinn Snyder in San Antonio if it's available and if it's possible. Yeah, um, you know, Quinn is uh, still under contract in Utah. It does expire after next season, which ironically, mm-hmm. you know, many project that could be Bob's final season next season. Uh, yeah. And it, it would it makes sense, you know. He's 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 one of Pop's, you know, branches off the tree. You know, he coached the Austin, at least it was then called the Austin Toros. Yeah. Um, you know, he had a lot of success in player development. I think uh, I read that under his watch in Austin, he still uh, being coincided holds the record for the most uh, G League ready call ups for the NBA teams, mm-hmm. like most of his players that he developed in Austin at, during his time became to be successful. And he still holds that record. Um, defense first. We know um, Utah preaches defense, so that will definitely fit in. But it's going to be interesting. That is going to be, the, in my opinion, really the next big domino uh, in the rebuild is who's going to replace Pop. You know, 
We thought yeah. we thought the we thought the heir apparent on the court was going to be Kawhi that went south. You know, they seemingly are starting to get back things into shape with Murray and Keldon and Devin. Three draft picks helps a lot. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But um we'll see. I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad if Quinn came back. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. No. No, I think you can't be fine. mad. Like there's no yeah. way. Yeah, I'd be mad at that. We are done talking though. We want to hear from you. What do you think about Popovich? Is he the greatest of all time? Is it Phil Jackson? Imagine if, if Spurk lets you know, uh, Rudy, that it's Phil Jackson. That'd be crazy. Phil Jackson was hated. <laughs> Let's not forget, Phil Jackson took a lot of pot shots at the Spurs during the height of the Lakers-Spurs rivalry. It was bad. Is he still on, on the top 10 hated list among Spurs fans? Uh, you know, if you're talking player and coaches, yeah, he's got to be up yeah, there. I, I mean, so, yeah. what's the old adage? They hate us because they ain't us. I mean, yeah, simple as that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let us know. You can let Rudy know on Twitter at Sweep the League. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. But before we put a wrap, Rudy, um, you you made an announcement recently about the your time at nine thirty uh, a.m. The answer over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happened, man? Uh, you want to talk about it? Maybe dispel any rumors? Uh, let us know what's up uh, in, uh, in your your uh, your next chapter of your book. Yeah, man. You know, we uh, we had a great run at 9.30 a.m. The answer it was a lot of fun. I was there for almost two years with Sweep the League and then a former show at that. Uh, you know, when, when the opportunities present itself, sometimes you have to go and it's a leap of faith type thing. Uh, we don't have a station we're going to right now. So we're going to go back to the good old days of podcasting where we're not so much filtered in a way and we can kind of have these unfiltered conversations from time to time. But uh, it was a great run right now. Other doors are, you know, they're opening, they're not wide open, but they're cracking open. So I'm hoping soon we'll land at another station. If anybody's listening and decides, Hey, you know, we'd love to talk, give me a contact, you know, contact Jeff. He knows how to get in contact with me, but it's a leap of faith, man. We loved what we did over there at 930. It was a great run, and we're just looking for the next chapter in our life, which right now is podcasting. Hope to soon be on radio here pretty quick. So, I mean, I, I'm assuming the podcast is just simply Sweep the League podcast, right? Yeah, we're going back to uh, Sweep the League podcast. And, you know, as far as rumors go, uh, the show was fully funded. You know, it was going to it was all that was good. So if anybody says, well, it's because of no money, well, that's is not even the case and any other rumors out there are just at that they're rumors if you want to know the truth ask me flat out i'll tell you because i don't hide anything remember that 80s song called rumors look at all these rumors oh yeah look at all these rumors climax (laughs) climax that was the name of the group back in the 80s climax uh with rumors (laughs) but yeah if, if definitely you have an opportunity for rudy let him know again on twitter at sweep the league and uh, subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Speaking of Locked On Spurs, it's inching closer, inching closer, Rudy. Um, Locked On Spurs will be mm-hmm. making the move to YouTube. Uh, that is does not mean the MP3 is not going to be available anymore. It just means it's just another avenue to find Locked On Spurs. Don't worry, Rudy. They taught me how to shut off the camera and just put up an, uh, <laughs> an image. So if you ever don't, you were if you ever not looking too smooth and you want to have a down night uh, recording, we could definitely take care of that. Um, so yeah, I, I got the notices already that the website, well, the YouTube page is being built. 
So we're just waiting on that. There, there, there'll, there'll probably be a test run, Rudy. So don't make fun uh-huh. of me, okay? Because I'm not, I'm not too <laughs> tech savvy. You heard, you heard me. You heard the uh, stories about me and tech. Um, yeah. So, yeah, somebody's gonna have to come on with me and hold my hand for the first episode. And and this is how <laughs> I know. I'm, this is how I know I'm over, Rudy. It's a younger kid that's on the locked on NBA roster. He's like in his twenties. And he has oh. to come on and hold my hand and walk me through this. It's like when your parents ask you, like, how do you run the remote control? You know, that's what I felt like. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what does this button do? And what does this button do? So, you know, <laughs> it, it should be fun. Again, the Lockdown Spurs is moving to YouTube, but the MP3 option will still be available. But for now, subscribe, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, the list goes on and on. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. And check out any of the Lockdown NBA podcasts from the Jazz to the Bulls to the Lakers to the Heat. Yes, to the Mavericks. Uh, they're all there. Subscribe to each and every one of them. So for Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Mm-hmm.